0: Hey everyone I got a podcast today about rewards. Bible says a lot about earning rewards. Salvation is a gift that's even called a free gift. Uh, we don't earn it because somebody else earned it for us, Jesus Christ. and that's why we have to humble ourselves and ask him to give us the gift of salvation. Uh, it's a free gift. He gives a gift to us and we can accept it or reject it. I hope you accept it. I did and he's a savior but there are rewards that you can earn after you're saved. And uh, these rewards, we'll find out, they're in heaven and they're eternal. Uh, but you can't lose rewards here on earth. The Bible the Bible talks about that. It says, look to yourself that you receive a full reward. And there's other verses on that. So rewards are earned. Salvation is given. It's a gift. And um, if you you don't want rewards, then give them to me. I'll gladly take them. (laughs) God wants to give us something. If we don't want it, what's wrong? And uh, at Christmas time, I'm sure you wanted all those gifts that were around the Christmas tree, and you would have been upset. You could have said, oh, I don't want any of these. But I think you did. I did. So let me read a verse here to you. It'll be three places in the Bible. This is in 1 John chapter 2, verse 28. And now little children, this is John the Apostle wrote this, little children was a term that he used for uh, baby Christians and in, new in the faith. They could have been any age. And now little children abide in him, that would be Jesus Christ, that when he shall appear, the return of Christ, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Uh, we don't want to be ashamed before Christ when he returns and, and have to explain why we didn't serve him. And we can have confidence. There will be those who will have confidence when Christ returns. There will be those who are Christians who will be ashamed. Uh, all my punishment was on the cross. Uh, Jesus took it all. Glory to his name. But we do have rewards or we have lack of rewards. We do have praise in heaven at the Bema Seat of Christ, or lack of praise. And there will be some people who will have to do some explaining, and the Bible's not lying when it says that people could be ashamed. Now, I want to read a passage here for you. It's over in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 11 through 15, talking about rewards again. And it says, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Our salvation has to be Jesus Christ. If you have another foundation, if you're trusting in something else, just like a house is put on a foundation. Uh, Jesus is our foundation. And there's no other foundation. Nobody else died for our sins, rose again from the grave. No one else was sinless. But Jesus Christ fulfilled all of that and much more. Verse 12, now, if any man build upon this foundation, the foundation is Jesus Christ, no other foundation, but you can build upon this foundation after you're saved. Gold, now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. Uh, There's two types of materials here. There's those things that don't burn, like gold, silver, and precious stone, And then there's the things that burn, like wood, hay, and stubble. And that's the type of life that we will represent, one of those. And every man, verse 13, Every man's work shall be made manifest at mine, and yours, and every man. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he had built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If you've gone out and you've served Christ after you've been saved, after you have that godly foundation of salvation in Christ and you serve Christ and your works abide, you know, wasn't some wrong motive or you you went out and sinned and lost your reward. Remember, it's a reward. Rewards are earned. Salvation is a gift and God gives it. But rewards can be lost. And the Bible says, in fact, the very next verse, verse 15, if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. You're going to lose your rewards. or not your salvation. That's your foundation. If any man's work shall be burned. Works don't save you. Not of works lest any man should boast. But he himself shall be saved, yet so is by fire. God's going to take our life, he's going to set it afire and probably get to watch it all and see what abides, what was for Christ. And that's what we get rewarded for. If we have no uh, uh, works that we can be rewarded for, we'll suffer the loss of that. The Bible talks about five literal crowns that Christians can have. Uh, it's, Jesus said, if you give a cup of cold water to one of my disciples, you, you shall in no wise lose your reward. There's many things we could earn rewards for. Praise the name of the Lord. But uh, you want to be rewarded for that because once you're saved, once you're in heaven, then it's going to be forever. It'll be for all eternity. We earn this after we're saved. And then we go to heaven, and then for all eternity, these rewards will be ours. I believe they're literal. Uh, the 24 elders cast their crowns before his feet every time the cry goes up, holy, holy, holy. And that's uh, uh, something that we can have a part of. You've probably heard a song that says, must I empty-handed go, nothing at my Savior's feet to lay. And that would be part of the shame, wouldn't it, to get there and he say, well, who are you living for yourself? So I want to spend a little time here explaining something about this foundation. I had a friend uh, named Max, and uh, I went over to visit him, and he, he pulled out of his pocket two silver dollars. Uh, this is uh, many years ago, of course, and uh, these silver dollars, they were real silver, but they were had been in a house that had burned to the ground, and uh, they were melted. We could still make out some of the uh, the markings on these silver dollars, but they were worth the price of silver. These are solid silver dollars back then. And I asked him, I says, well, if there's, if you dug it out of the ashes, yes, he said, well, maybe there's some more. I said, let's go see. So we went to the house and we looked around a couple of hours and got tired of looking. There was nothing else there to find. But what struck me, there was only two things left standing on this house. I mean, there was no glass, It had burned, melted or something. No window frames, no doors, no wood siding, no roof. No, I mean, this thing burned to the ground. Only two things. The fireplace, because it was made out of stone, and the foundation, because it was made out of stone and cement. Those are the only two things left, because they don't burn. That's why my salvation, God, here's your life, and I have the foundation, the only one that God will accept, Jesus Christ. And But I can build upon that, and maybe out of the ashes of your life, God will bring forth a couple silver dollars. If any man's work shall abide, he shall receive a reward. Some are doing for our Lord works of gold, some of silver, some of precious stone, combination of them, possible, I'm sure. Others, wood, hay, and stubble. And so many ways this could be applied, but there will be a day when every man's work shall be made manifest. Now, the last place I want to read is in Luke chapter 19, um, verses 12 through uh, 19, and uh, say a uh, a couple more verses later. And it's a parable the Bible said in verse 11. And in verse number 12, Jesus is speaking, and he said, uh, he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive himself a kingdom and to return. This is Jesus Christ. He went to heaven, and there is going to be return. I was raised in a church that never talked about the return of Christ. There is a rapture. Christ, who was crucified, with the same nail prints in his hands and in his side and in his feet, where he was crucified and the spear was th- thrust into his side, he shall return. The Bible says this same Jesus that went away into heaven shall return. Then it goes on down here, verse number uh, 13. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. So, of course, everyone's not his servant. Even a few people are are saved. The Bible says narrow is the way that leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. But broad is the way that leadeth unto destruction and many there be that go in thereat. And then he takes his servants and he gives us all a calling, a job. Some of us have money. Some of us have a lot more ability and talents. Some of us have some extra time. What should I do with my time? Are we going to spend it on ourselves? We have a family. We have, They have needs. And then as servants, he's told us, occupy till I come. I've given you something, some ability, some talent, something that other people don't have. And some people have almost a gold mine of abilities, and they're sitting on them. He expects us occupy till I come. He gave us this: your brains, your willpower, uh, your your work ethic. I mean, God allowed you to have many good things, and He says, "I want you to serve Me." He goes here and he says, verse 15 in Luke chapter 19, and it came to pass that when He was returned. When Jesus Christ comes back and we're going to have a rapture and then we're going to stand before him and there's the beam of seat of Christ where the rewards are given or lack of rewards, praise is given or lack of praise. I'd have done almost anything to get praise from my dad when I was a kid and and he would praise me. And when I did something special and I knew him, I knew he meant it, he didn't give out a whole lot of flattering praise, but uh, it was something to be earned. And I, I, I looked forward to it. Then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money, the pounds is the money, they that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Every man's work shall be manifest, for the day shall declare it. We are going to give an account. He wants to know what did you do with your talents that you had, with your abilities, with the position, with the finances I let in your hands. And then verse 16. And it's interesting the order that these people come up in front of him. It only talks about three out of the ten. Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. Now, why do you think he's first? If you know this passage, you know the other uh, two that show up, they don't earn too much. If you want Christ to come back today, you're doing what you should be doing. You're first in line. You'll be glad when Jesus comes back. You'll, you're, you're praying right now, even so, come Lord Jesus. But if you got a few things to clean up in your life, if there's a few places you shouldn't be going, uh, if you, for any reason, are just a hesitant, well, not today. Hey, when I started reading about the Christ's return, I wasn't ready. Oh, you say you weren't set? Oh, I had a foundation, Jesus Christ. But I was not living an exemplary life, and I would have been ashamed if I had to explain some things to my Savior, and a certain fear came over me, and not wrong to fear God. We're just serving with reverence and godly fear, both. Uh, I started cleaning up my life. That's the Bible says, every man that has his hope purifieth himself, even as he, even as Christ is pure. So I said, you know, I got to get some of these things out of my life. And it came the first because he's excited. He wants his Lord. I gained 10 pounds. And he said unto him, praise. Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful and very little have thou authority over 10 cities. Now, uh, you know, when I was in the military and and boot camp, you have to go pick up paper. It's not exactly a fun job and trash and clean up. And, you know, well, I just go do it. And when I became a associate pastor, uh, my pastor said, you know, we rent this building and there's some uh, people that use it during the week and it's got a lot of trash and and, and there's some beer cans here and some cigarette butts there. And I, and Brother Gary, you come down here and you clean this up for us uh, for uh, Sunday service. And I said, well, I'd like to teach a class or something, but isn't there somebody else that can do this? And he says, no, there's not. And it's either you or me, and I'd rather have it be you. <laughs> I said, okay. Okay. Uh, and someone's listening to me right now and thinking, that's a very little thing, Brother Gary. You betcha it is. Right here, he says, because thou has been faithful in very little. Hmm? Jesus takes account of the very little things you do. He takes account of the two mites you give him, like the widow's two mites. You Want to try something harder? Ladies, you come to church, maybe you got a new dress on. Nothing wrong with wanting to show that off or part of the human race. And you come there and some other lady taps you on the shoulder and says, you got the dirty do- duty. You need you're needed in the nursery. And you forgot all this one Sunday out of the month or maybe some permanent job. You got to go in there and watch those babies. And you know those babies do. Uh, they burp on you. <laughs> it's a smelly place. You got to change diapers and of course you're not getting paid for this, and then some mama picks up her little boy or girl afterwards, her baby, and and you didn't change the diapers. You forgot you're a bad person, and you're starting to wonder, would Jesus Christ even put up with such? Well, when I first came to Romania, uh, the first year I'd rented this building that uh, didn't have proper heating and it, It didn't really have heating in it uh, most of the time, And, and later we ended up in some nice places, but um, I'd meet in this a large room it's the only place I could find and uh, a few people would come you know you're starting from scratch inviting people and you're happy to see anyone and uh, on this one day i'm I'll guess we had 12 15 people and I had an invitation and two people uh, raised their hands that they wanted to trust Jesus as saying, they say wanted to be saved they wanted to put their faith in christ and not in their church and I was excited now my wife had gone out into the hallways. we had two babies. Uh, Caleb would have been we six weeks old when we came there and uh, Sarah was two and a half, I guess, and they were out there and when they when they started crying, I mean there's not much a preacher can do and uh, we didn't have a place for a Sunday school class then and we didn't have you know a nursery and Nancy was it. she she took take them out there and often would spend a whole hour. Uh, during the whole service there, and if we had an evening service, she often did the same thing, and anyhow, I rush out there after the service, and, and I said, Nancy, I wanted to tell her that two people had trusted Christ, and, and she's going back and forth. Now, the room she was in was cold enough that she could you could see your breath in it. I mean, it come out that almost like a steam, and she was all bundled up, and uh, our daughter, she's two and a half, and she's got some little books she's looking at, and she's in the kind of the corner and blankets around her. She's warming up, and and Nancy's bundled up, and the baby, you can't even see him except that he's in the, Caleb's in her arms, and she's walking back and forth. I said, get Nancy, and she just keeps going back and forth. I said, Nancy, two people were saved today, and she said, I'm happy for you. And then she kept on walking. Oh, boy. I said, Nancy, she keeps going. You know, she'd go about 20, 30 feet, and she'd turn around. I got right in front of her and said, Nancy, stop. What are you thinking about? And she said, I'm thinking that if Jesus came back right now, he'd see me doing this. And I said, really? Yeah. And then she kept on walking. Hmm. There's those that have been faithful in very little, and then there's those that have been faithful even working in the nursery verse number 18. And then, and the second came, this is the second man in line. He He's going to receive some praise. He didn't do as much. And the second came saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And he said, likewise to him, be thou also over five cities. Ah, he didn't say, well done. But he did say, you can have five cities. Now, Where in Bible prophecy do we find us reigning over cities during the millennium? And we shall reign and rule with him a thousand years. And there is going to be cities, and and that may not appeal to you. One time having a crown on my head didn't exactly appeal to me, Uh, but you know, whatever Jesus is giving out, you're going to want it in that day. I had Six children we had. If I came home with five pieces of candy, I was in trouble. And they all had to be the same color. <laughs> Boy, talk about the little jealousies or problems. And you're going to want whatever the Lord's giving out. And He's giving us the grace and the abilities in those days to do whatever He has. And you notice He got less, but He did serve the Lord. And the Lord's a just uh, God. And He says, You get five cities. Now, this, there's another person coming here in line, and he's not getting any cities. One gets 10, one gets five. One earned uh, 10 pounds, and that's good. You, I'm going to give you this. Many. You want to earn five? Why didn't so? Why didn't Jesus just divide it all up so we'd just all be equal in heaven, and, and, and that way, you know, somebody couldn't be above another person? Well, because he didn't divide it all up like that because he's not a commie. Uh, look, you get what you work for. I'm talking about rewards are you listening? We got another person coming here, and and, oh boy, he's wishing wishing that the Lord wasn't coming back, at least not that day. Someday I'll get out there and serve the Lord, (laughs) but he has, he's not ready, and he's in trouble. But another came saying, Lord, here is thy pound which I have kept laid up in a napkin. You gave me ability, you gave me finances, you gave me time, you gave me health. I I can do some things better than some other people, but I was well, why didn't you do something? You laid it up in a napkin. You hid it. You didn't use it. And he said, verse 21, for I feared thee. Now, this guy is a liar because if he really was afraid of God, he would have at least tried. Quote, for I feared thee because thou art an austere man. That, that word means harsh. Thou takest up. Thou layest not down and reapest that thou did not. So and he said unto him and the Lord said unto him. Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest, oh boy, that's not praise. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not. So wherefore, then, gave not thou my money into the bank? You should have at least come to church and tithe, that at my coming I might require mine own with usury. Hmm, not a very happy day for this guy, is it? Um, I wish I would have studied more when I was going through school. I did make the honor roll one time. My sister made it every time, my older sister. And she would always be waiting for Dad to come home. And and he'd come in the door and she'd, Dad, look, here's my report card. And, and she got A's and maybe once in a while a B. And, and Dad was proud of her. And, and then, of course, because... She gave her report card, well, where's Gary? Where's your report card i i I don't know it's around here somewhere, and uh it was not a you say you should have studied hard, yes, it should have been important to you yes, uh, it wasn't. I just wanted to get through school uh serving the Lord has been important to me, and I want to shine for him. He definitely straightened out my attitude here, thank you lord but at that time, just going through school, getting a report card. I just said, I don't want to flunk. I don't want to go flunk and go through this whole mess again, going through school. <laughs> Can you imagine going through high school and junior high again? But I, I'll get my C or whatever, but I'm going to pass. But I'm not worried about A's and B's and all this other stuff. Anyway, something happened that caused me to make the honor roll. I was only interested in it one time. And it was because of Two girls. I received my report card and you know when report cards are coming up and back then it was A and B and C and D and F. And um and then not only that, they gave you, you know, your temperament and you respect school property and, and you're kind and courteous or you're not and it, a lot of other things they gave there about character qualities, which were good. And um, these two girls were commending each other and you know, about how how good they had done. They'd both made the honor roll. This was out in the hallway in seventh grade. (laughs) And for some reason, I decided I would get in the conversation, which wasn't smart, but I said they were bragging about their good grades, and they were all smiling and happy. And I said to them, I can make the honor roll if I want it. (laughs) And they, they stopped smiling, and they looked at me for a second or two, and then they burst out laughing. And I said, it's not hard. All you have to do is study. And then they laughed even harder and walked away. And uh, I thought, they actually think I'm stupid. So I made a decision. I'm buckling under. I'm going to get good grades. I'm going to show those girls that I can do this. Uh, By the way, I had to move away from my friends. I usually sat in the back of the class. And uh because we'd cut up and stuff. Oh that was bad. Yeah, it was bad. But uh I found out I couldn't study and I couldn't listen to everything and to concentrate and they would want to talk and stuff when you know, I had to move away from my friends and sit up in the front of the class. And I got a little persecution for that. You, what are you doing? You're trying to be teacher's pet? Huh? You think you're smarter than we are? I go No no on both accounts. I just want why you wanna do that? I just it's my business, okay, I have my, you no, know, I, I just want to do this. And and they kind of looked at me like I didn't like them or something. Well, you know, the Bible does say, uh, be not deceived. Evil communications uh, corrupts good manners. I couldn't stay with them. I knew that. And I also found out in my Christian life, I couldn't stay with some of my old friends. It was not going to work. I studied. We had six classes. It wasn't one teacher. They had a teacher for each class. And then PE, I think it was. And uh, and I got a, a B on my first test. And I think mean, I studied. <laughs> and I, I was very disappointed. And the other time, I might have got a smile on my face. But I really worked. And I thought, this deserves at least an A minus. What's the matter with this teacher? She don't like me or something? And then a horrifying thought. Maybe I can't do this. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Well, I made a decision, I thought. I'll try it again. Thank the Lord for the second chance. I went and studied again for another class. The test was coming up. And this time I got an A and I knew I can do this. So I went through the whole semester. Now I knew before the semester was over, I had made the honor roll. I made sure of it. I went around and uh, checked with all the teachers. I knew before the report card was in my hand, I'd made the honor roll. And I looked around I, just happened to notice that day, my old friends, they're in the back of the class, and they have that sick look on their face because they got to go home and face their parents with their report card. I just laughed. And so I got my report card. I wanted to make sure, yes, 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 great. And I did two things. What do you think they were? First thing, I found those two girls that laughed at me. They were in the hall. I walked around. Excuse me, excuse me. Remember me? You guys laughed at me last time, said I couldn't make the honor roll. This is my report card. This is my name. These are my grades. This is my A's. I made the report card, and then I laughed like that, and they stunned and didn't know what to do, and I walked away. I did something else. I went home, and I sat on outside of the house on the front of the porch and waited for Dad. And my sister comes from school a little bit later, and she sees me up there on the front porch. And she says, Gary, what are you doing here? That's my business. And she just kind of looks at me and goes in the house. And a little later, my dad pulled up in his old red pickup truck. And he did not get one foot out of his pickup truck without me shoving that report card up in his face. Dad, I made the honor roll. And he steps down, and he puts his lunch pail down, and he opens it up. And he looks at that, and he said, Is this your sister's? No, it's mine, Dad. I made the honor roll. And he's looking at that for quite a while and saying nothing. He says, well, son, I'm really proud of you. This is, if you showed mom, well, she'll be home a little bit. I am very proud of, boy, I ate that up. And and then he said, well, I guess you'll be doing this from now on. And I just kind of shrugged my shoulders because I wasn't going to do it from now on. Hey, you know why I said that whole story? I gave this whole podcast. Because report cards are coming up And some of you are getting gold Or silver and precious stones You won't lose your reward Even if you just gave a cup of cold water To a disciple Christ takes perfect records And some are receiving wood, hay, stubble And it'll burn up Some will have praise Some will have lack of praise Some will have cities to rule over And some will have shame Some will have confidence